Hey, you guys, we're so grateful to have Mr. Devin Taylor with us. He is a pop R&B singer. He's um, based in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and he has a new album that will be coming out hopefully in November of this year. Um, he has some really great songs that are out there, and I'm just so grateful to have him as a guest on Black Canvas. Thank you so much, Devin, for being here. Yeah, man, absolutely. Anytime. Well, we really appreciate you being here, and I always love to have young talent um, on the show because it just shows people to persevere, and if you have something that you want or a great talent that you can reach for your whatever goals those are, and I think mm -hmm. that you're going to be able to shoot to the stars soon. So we want to first kind of start talking about just your music and what kind of encouraged you to get into the music business in the beginning of your career? Um, well, like it all started in high school. Uh, me, me and my buddies, like we were like me and some friends, we started out actually like in the band, you know, it's as like cliche as that sounds. Uh, we, we just kind of vibed and we, we hung out a lot and, uh, one of them was like a rapper or, or whatever at first and we just we just hung out we like we just wrote random songs we do different like remixes of, of songs and uh my freshman year is when it all started and eventually we kind of we kind of just quit band because we wanted to be more creative we wanted to like kind of do it our own way and not be kind of like told how to play the music you know like how like a like a school band is right and we we kind of just went from there um and then like towards the end of high school, we all kind of went our separate ways. Some of them, you know, quit doing music, but then I kind of just kept pushing and kept kind of making my own stuff and, and then curating my sound. And, and I mean, it's just been a journey from there. I've, I've, I've done a lot of cool things so far. I've met a lot of cool people. So it's, it's definitely been a blessing for sure uh, with the, with the stuff that I've done and the people I've been around and the talent I've worked with. So. I love that. And it kind of goes back to like the, it's kind of like humble beginnings for people when you first start off. Oh, yeah. And the one thing I love about being from Louisiana myself is that there's so much talent in, in this state and there's a lot of undiscovered artists that really have so much potential. And when you kind of think about it, like starting off in high school and having a dream and then making a career for yourself, right. it says a lot about, you know, your perseverance. Um, who in your family? Do you have anyone in your family who's musicians or may possibly have some of the same interests you've had? <laughs> no, actually, that's the crazy thing is that, like, uh, I really, I mean, I grew up in a more traditional family. Like, everybody wanted to, you know, you, you know, go the college route and, and, and kind of just have, like a, like, a normal job, which is all fine and well. There's nothing wrong with that, for sure. I mean, like, I still work and still do other things on the side. Um, but no, nobody in my family really is like musically inclined that I know of at least. Um, and I mean, that's just really, that's really it. I mean, nobody that I know of really has had any like passion for music like I do. So I guess I'm like a gem, I guess you could say in the family, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. I, I like that. Like being like a gem is, or even like a diamond, right? A diamond in the rough. You may right. have heard that, that phrase before. That's cool. Yeah. So um, how does your family feel about you doing pop and R&B music? I know you say you come from kind of a different background. How do they feel about you doing that type of music? And how did you develop a love for pop and R&B? Um, well, I guess like I can start it with like where I like, start, like found the love for pop and R&B. And it really just comes from, from growing up in Baton Rouge. You're always around, you know, like, a lot of like musicians and I mean, we have so many great artists that have come from Baton Rouge, not just in the, in like the, the hip hop genre, but I mean, you, they got a bunch of great artists and I guess really just being around, you know, the, the music here kind of swayed me towards pop, you know, 
I, I listened to Chris Brown and Usher when I was really young. And I just, ever since then, like, I've just been hooked to, to R&B and pop. I think it just it speaks to me in a way that, that no other, you know, genre really does. And, and I just, I love creating it too, because it's just, it's so dynamic in what you can do with different sounds and stuff like that. And, and you can really experiment and kind of, and kind of find your own path in it. And I think that's, that's the coolest part about pop, um, for sure. And I love that, like you mentioned about like Chris Brown, um, of course, was one of a dancer, singer. And then we think of Usher. And there's many different artists out there. Oh, yeah. Um, I go back to my, well, I go back to being an 80s baby and just kind of seeing Michael Jackson, who was one of the biggest stars of all time. Oh, yeah. I think of like R&B and just what he, he changed the genre, in my opinion, of, of what people look for in an actual star. And he had the star quality. And I think like a lot of the people you mentioned, you know, people know those names, but they remember the, the songs and the lyrics. Um, right. do Devin, do you write all your own music or do you have co-write with other people or how, how do you go into the creative process? Um, yeah, like a, a majority of the stuff I, I'll write. Um, but I do definitely like, you know, bounce ideas off of people I'm hanging out with in the studio or, or I work with the producers who produce the tracks and, and they sometimes even already have like a demo track, you know, of what they kind of envision the song being like. And sometimes we just kind of go over there. We bounce ideas off of each other. Uh, because like when I'm in the studio, it's like 100% a creative environment. Like I take input from the engineers, from the producers, from even like my homeboys or our friends that are hanging out with us. Like, you know, sometimes they put some input in and it just kind of all co- correlates and comes together um, on the tracks. And it's just always a good experience, you know. Um, but like the majority of the songs on this album, I-, I definitely took the time to write myself and and I really want the album to be special because, I mean, for the past, like, year or so, I've been just releasing singles after singles after singles um, and kind of just quickly putting out music. But the album is definitely something that's special to me. It has all the songs have a story behind it. And, and when you listen to it, you're definitely going to be able to hear, like, where I'm coming from and, and that the songs are super relatable uh, for just anybody. And, and some of the songs can be even interpreted in different, you know, ways. And, you know, and I kind of intended it for the, to be like that so that I can reach as many people and touch as many people as possible. I think that's great. And when we talk about like messages within a song, it kind of goes into even like the title of a song. It can be one of the hardest things for some artists to come up with. What do I actually want people to, what message am I conveying? Right. But I think like the lyric, lyrical content is such a big thing. So do you do just singing? Do you do rapping, singing? Or what will you normally do as far as, um, yourself and do you have any featured artists on any songs that you've already released that um, we might know of anybody oh yeah yeah absolutely um so as far as like you know the, the album and the way it sounds there's actually a couple songs where I kind of spit a couple verses on there which is not something I haven't really done in the past but on this album I, I wanted to like really embody like who I am as a person and, and how I am like just in life in general and, and I think the rap verses kind of showed that I have, like, some charisma to me, you know. Um, and as far as, like, um, I guess you could say uh, the artists that are featured on it, and we, have, we of course, I got um, Nilly, who uh, he's featured on my first single ever, which is called Drippin'. Um, me and him, we go back a long way. We, we met by a mutual friend of an engineer who owns a studio out here, and uh, he linked us up. So, but he's on this album. Uh, I also have Adam Dollars on the album as well, who is doing great things. He's he's actually released a couple of uh, EPs that have charted on iTunes as uh, hip hop charts. Um, Nilly also was on uh, the show 
uh, signed on VH1 that had uh, Rick Ross, King the Dream, and Lenny S as the judges. Oh, so I Nilly, that. Yeah, that was a great. Yeah, show. Nilly was on that show, uh, and I, I've known him, you know, since like I think it was like 2018 or so when we first met. Um, and he's definitely on the track. Mm-hmm. I have another friend of mine, Matt Hatter, who is a who's also a friend uh, of another friend of uh, Joven Webb. Me and him, uh, we've kind of got in the studio. We created a track, and it was pretty cool. Um, and then I also have Cash Mills, who's been on a, a couple of my songs, who's also on the album twice on two different occasions. So uh, it's pretty cool. And I also uh, have that's cool. An, I, 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 I also have another artist who's like she's a female artist, and uh, she just wanted to hop on my track. Her name is Kate Doron. And um, she's on the song, on one of the songs where it's uh, uh, called Too Soon. So I like that. So I know a few of your songs. So Dripping, I know, is one. AM Thoughts, correct? Yep. Yeah. And By My Side. Yep, By My Side, yep. All right. And I think that's really cool. One thing I like to do is listen to music. And I'm definitely going to support you. I want you to be successful and for people to really get to know who you are. Um, so right. if there's any way I can push it, I definitely will on my end. But I awesome. think like when we talk about versatility, versatility, when you talk about like types of music, when we talk about pop and hip hop sounds, mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the greatest things about music. Like one thing I loved about like the Grammys, that they would show like different artists that you would never expect to do yeah. collaborations. Mm-hmm. And is there any like artist that's out right now that, that stands out to you that you would love to do a collaboration with? Oh, wow. That's a... That's a huge question. Um, like if I can work with any artist that that you know, and like you know, I can work with any artist in the world. Uh, right now, any artist in the world. Um, I definitely want to uh collab with Lil Uzi. That would be cool. Um, mm-hmm. the Kid Leroy would be another really cool feature or or collaboration, I guess. Um, honestly, I I would even mention to say like you know like Ed, Ed Sheeran or Bruno Mars. That would be that would be really fun. Um, and there's a bunch of artists. It's hard to even list all of them. The ones that I would dream of, of being on tracks with or collaborating with. There's there's a bunch for sure that I would love to do it. But I mean, my top would have to be like you know uh, Chris Brown, Usher, Lil Uzi, uh, and, and a bunch of others. It's it's hard to really answer that question, man. I mean, it's 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 definitely a list. Yeah, I put you on the spot. You're like, man, that's no, a hard sure. question. It's, for sure, yeah. It's it's a hard. It's hard to really think about who who your dream feature would be with, but. Those are definitely some of the top people that I would I would love to collab with for sure. Yeah, well, one thing with me, Devin, I believe in like doing a vision board and like writing down what you want and and really manifesting what you believe in. You never know what the future holds. You just never know whose hands it's going to get into. Um, there was actually someone I interviewed a few months back who kind of talked about how they got in touch with a big, big, big record star, like someone who really is one of the top artists in the world right now. And it mm-hmm. just came from out of nowhere. He was doing something for me. He was like, I just couldn't believe that it got to him. So you just never know like, yeah. what the future holds for any of us. So that's something I would say, like, if you dream big and then you come up with a, an actual action plan, you know, you never mm-hmm. know, Devin, you might be working with, with yeah. any of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've definitely had, like, artists reach out to me in the past. Uh, I've had conversations with uh, uh, Fetty Watt before on Instagram uh, oh, and cool. we were supposed to do something a while back, uh, before COVID and then like COVID hit and their whole like operation of there kind of just like stopped. But, uh, I've definitely been in, in touch with artists before, um, and, and big producers. Like there's a producer that's from out here. His name's Kino. He's actually a, uh, a multi like a Grammy award winning 
uh, or Grammy, yeah, Grammy award winning uh, producer. He's worked with like uh, Rick Ross, Jay Z, uh, Chris Brown, a couple others. So, um, and he's reached out to me a couple times on on certain occasions about different music and stuff like that. And he's definitely a, a cool guy. Oh, that's cool. So have you ever thought about ghostwriting? Is that something you ever thought about in the future um, outside of just your career itself and music? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I've thought about it. It's definitely like crossed my mind. Like I could write a song for somebody. Um, but I mean, really, I would just instead of like really, I guess, saying ghostwriting, I, I would still prefer, you know, to write for somebody but still be accredited writer. So that way, if something happens with a song, you know, you never, you never know, you know, especially with like TikTok these days and people putting their, their stuff on, on social media, you never know when a song can just blast yeah. off. If you're not credited, then like, it's like you weren't even there. Um, but if I, if I wrote for somebody, I would definitely have to have to have a credit on it for sure. But I'm always down to write and just have fun and collaborate with whoever. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And I think that's what I love about music is like, you get really, like you said, TikTok and um, Instagram and Facebook and so many different avenues, even like streaming services have become such a big thing over the last couple of years. Yeah. And it's another way for artists to really be able to share. So mm-hmm. since COVID-19, have you noticed like um, any things different as far as how you've had to promote music or do things since COVID? Um, I mean, when since COVID started, yeah, I've definitely noticed like a change in like the way the analytics pop up now. Like, you know, before COVID, everybody was always busy and like in like uh, in 2019 or 2020, sorry, when like everything went on lockdown, you know, um, I was definitely promoting heavy during that time because, I mean, everybody was locked down. They had nothing to do. They were they, you know, they just they really had nowhere to go, you know, so they were on their phones. They were on their computers. They were streaming music. They were listening to music. And so and then they're, they're swiping through, you know, Instagram and, you know, Snapchat and everything. So I was definitely promoting heavy for that and i definitely noticed a, a drastic increase in and you know impressions and and reactions to stuff uh when all that was going on because of how many people were just kind of just chilling at home and didn't really have much to do uh, but COVID definitely affected us negatively negatively too in the music industry because it made it really hard to to work and and do stuff as a collaborative team because you had to do so many he had so many restrictions and how many people you can have in certain areas and stuff like that um like uh changes the music video i shot for changes it was really uh we had to be really careful with how we 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 shot that and how many people were around us because we were we were shooting it and you know enclosed environments and on city streets and stuff like that so we had to definitely take precautions and make sure that we were doing everything to keep everybody safe and and covid free when we were shooting that we shot that in july of 2020 so it definitely was challenging for sure oh wow that's definitely challenging. And I think like for any musician now, even touring, like that's going to be a big challenge mm-hmm. um, in the next couple of years. Oh, yeah. I know, of course, there's some they've had some big major concerts I've seen on TV and I'm always like, whoa, like it's just a lot of people. And it just I mean, you just have to kind of still be careful even yeah. you know, with everything going on. But I think like this just shows the resilience in a lot of you guys out there that are hustling, um, mm-hmm. even the ones who are independent artists that people don't have actual record deals. Like being able to still get out there and stay relevant in this business, it, it takes mm. a lot of strength and it takes a lot of teamwork and family too. Absolutely. Um, how has your family supported you um, currently in your career, or, or have they given you any advice or tips since you've been kind of going into this, kind of going solo right now, getting to release this new record? Um. Well, my mom has definitely been like, uh, you know, in my ear about like how I need to like make sure 
whatever I do with this project, you know, ends up, you know, paying off what I invested into it. And so we, uh, me and my team, we've, we've kind of like gotten together and, and we've come up with ideas and uh, we're actually in the process right now of trying to like put together a band um, to, to kind of start doing some live shows uh, where we might, you know, just do like a lot of covers, but then also like throw in some of my music in there too, just so that way I can start kind of really pushing myself out as an artist and, and, and getting myself in front of people more often uh, because it's definitely something that needs to be done. Uh, and I do plan to do that coming forward after this album releases, uh, because then once this album's out, there's a full body of work for people to, you know, go to and listen and, and you know, just, just follow the music and follow the, the vision that I'm trying to put out and the stories I'm trying to tell. Uh, but yeah, my, my mom has been, been, been super on me about it. She's just making sure I have like all my, all my cards, you know, dealing them the right way, you know, and, and making sure I'm not, you know, overspending or, or, or things like that on, on certain, certain things. She's actually an accountant, so she kind of helps me with all the, the, the financial stuff on it too, so. That's cool. And it's kind of like she's almost like a momager is what they call it. Almost <laughs> yeah. Like stand up, no. you know? <laughs> yeah, she's, nah, she's definitely the boss, that's for sure. Uh, that's cool. Well, I love moms. Moms are amazing. <laughs> that's good, Devin. And it kind of goes into like she keeps you grounded, too. So when your career, yeah. when you do make it to the next level, which I know that's going to happen at some point where you're going to really start having success at a level that maybe you weren't even expecting yourself. Mm-hmm. you'll be able to remember like all the things and sacrifices you've made to get to this point in and having a grounded, you know, person who understands and who really has your best interest. Right. Oh, yeah. that, that's a really great thing to have in, in your career. Um, mm-hmm. But I have two more questions for you, Devin. The last one that I want to really ask before we get to um, how they can find you is if you could tell your younger self, and this is like in the beginning part of your career, when you first started thinking about music, if you could tell your younger self one piece of advice, what would you tell yourself today as an adult in your career today? Um, I guess I would say, you know, just do it. You know, I mean, it's like a Nike slogan, but I mean, just just do what your heart tells you to do. Because uh, when I was younger and I was in high school, I was always worried about like what people thought of me and like and like if people would judge me for doing the music I did because I went to a high school that predominantly liked hip-hop you know and and I I was always like worried about how me doing pop music would make me look as a person to to my peers and I think if I had to look back at it and do it all over again I would just really just do what I'm doing now um but at at an earlier time because uh when you're too hard on yourself and you're too you're too thought up about what other people think of you you tend to kind of lack you know the effort and so now that i'm older i I really don't you know what i put out is what i put out and if people like it they like it if they don't they don't and it doesn't bother me anymore but as as a younger kid i should have definitely just kind of just did what my heart told me to do and i think i think uh a lot more could have happened or 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 could have happened differently uh but yeah definitely definitely to not be so hard on myself on, on what people think about my music or people think about me in general uh, is, is what I would tell myself for sure. Well, I appreciate that. I think that's a really great statement to make. And it just shows our younger generation of people who might be listening to this in the future that they'll be able to hear this and be able to gain a lot of insight to what it took for you to get to where you are today in your career. Mm-hmm. But the last thing I wanted to ask you, if you can tell our listeners, where can they find you? So you guys can find me on all major uh, streaming platforms, like Apple Music, Spotify, 
Tidal, uh, YouTube Music, just wherever you get your music, wherever you listen to your music, you can find all my stuff there. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at I am Devin Taylor, um, and you can also follow that same handle on Facebook, and then also on Twitter, it is the real Devin Taylor. Um, it's basically the main ones I use. Um, but yeah, that's 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 where you can get all my stuff and check it out and you know listen to some of the stuff. Well, I appreciate you, Devin, for being here, and I would love to have you back once the album is released. We can maybe have you play some of your music, and that way some people can kind of hear some of the snippets of it. I think that you have a lot of potential, and I think, like, once you you stay grounded and stay who you are, that I know, at least in our conversations, of where you are today, I think, like, you have the sky's the limit for you, and I think that you're going to really make a lot of impact on a lot of people's lives. Thank you so much. That's that's a really kind of words for sure. Well, absolutely. And thank you, Devin, for being a part of Black Canvas. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. All right, Devin. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your evening and we will talk with you soon. Awesome. Sounds like a plan. All right. Talk with you soon. Yes, sir. All right. Bye. Oh, 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 oh.